1: Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. You take out a debt. It's only a matter of time before someone comes collecting things just finally caught up with me here's a quote you uh probably have heard before they say that war war never changes and today's episode is about a man who knows this better than most craig boone we're going back to new vegas i've had people sending me messages and commenting on things and even leaving things in reviews about when are we going to get more new vegas because the new vegas crowd loves new vegas right i would say that new vegas it regularly wins these online polls for being which is your favorite fallout game and uh, I, I think that's because that they're um, among the most rabid of the fan base That seems to be the uh, socially acceptable answer. Let's say that. Now, there's very good reasons why. I mean, it's a great game. There's good reasons why people choose it. There's also a significantly larger percentage of the population at this point, because the game is so old, who have played Fallout 4 and probably nothing before Fallout 4. (laughs) So the number of people who have actually played New Vegas compared to the number of percentages of the votes that it gets is a little bit off-balance at this point. But don't get me wrong, that's not to say that it doesn't deserve the love, it's just kind of odd that millions and millions of people have played Fallout 4 and not 3 or New Vegas, and yet Fallout New Vegas gets the bulk of the votes for this sort of thing. I think it's one of those situations where it's a very small percentage of the population that is very vocal. But um, that's neither here nor there, because today's episode is about Craig Boone, the sniper from Novak, who is your companion or one of your potential companions. And the, uh, the tragic situation that happens with him and his wife and what military service leads to. And the, I mean, I guess the big theme in this episode is really the... The the way that war limits our options and often makes every choice a bad one. That's where we're going today, and I uh, I didn't mean to start off this episode with a a little uh, I don't know off the cuff moment about the popularity of New Vegas. I'm sure I'm going to get people writing me about that. That's totally fine. Just to set things straight. I love New Vegas, too. It is it is a wonderful game. I love it for reasons that I don't love the other ones. I love the other ones for reasons that I don't love New Vegas. They can all be loved together. So uh, somebody's going to be like, you're not a real Fallout fan. Okay, well, thanks. Thanks, Internet. Anyway, so let's move on with some details about Craig Boone. You probably remember him if you played Fallout New Vegas for any significant length of time. He's... at least in my case, I remember my first playthrough, he was the first companion that I came across. The first, and by companion, definition of companion, meaning somebody who will follow you around, somebody who you can influence, and they influence you, somebody who has a, a quest line that you can go with to do their specific quest line. There are characters in New Vegas who you can get to follow you and go do things, but they don't have that kind of intimacy as a an NPC with your character. Craig is very specific in this way. His presence with you when entering certain situations will will trigger very specific kinds of encounters. Um, He's very opinionated and for good reason. And when you first come across him, you probably found him in the mouth of a big old dino-looking dude in Novak, because that's where he lives. And at this point in his story, he is the night watchman, basically, for Novak. He trades out with Manny Vargas, who does the daytime shift, and he sits up in that that Dino Mouth, which is elevated from the ground. There's a reason. It works like a crow's nest in order to survey the, the distance in order to make sure that he keeps the town safe, because if people know that there's a sniper at Novak, then gangs, legionaries are less likely to come mess with them. And Craig has definitely earned his his stripes, is that a phrase? Uh, as being a night watchman, a a, a guard, a sniper. And very specifically a sniper, because his background, let's go back to the beginning. Like, how did he get to Novak? How did all this stuff come together? Back the earliest we know, he served with the NCR First Recon Battalion. They usually just go by the name First Recon. And they specifically are a sharpshooter skirmisher battalion. And in common circles, they're simply known as a sniper battalion. Battalion, they are comprised of the finest combat units that the NCR has. They pull their members from different groups, different battalions, in order to bring them together for sharpshooter training specifically to be part of this. This is like the Green Berets or the Navy SEALs of the NCR. These guys know their stuff and. You don't just get in easily. You have to have served for a while in previous groups and actually seen combat probably numerous times. This battalion specifically was at the first battle of Hoover Dam. They, uh, they helped rout the Legion soldiers. I, I probably need to do an entire episode about the history of conflicts between the NCR and the Legion. But this, this group was instrumental. These soldiers are the top soldiers in the NCR army. The way the organization is structured, each person pairs up with another person. They they have two man pairs. In the situation with Boone, he was the sniper and Manny Vargas was his spotter. So in order to be part of this, Manny was also extremely well-trained, especially with sniper rifles and those kinds of things but in this pairing, would have acted primarily as the spotter, with Craig Boone being the sniper. Now, there's a few things that set this group apart from other groups, and these are going to come back in the story as important details later. First of all, is that they are very, very recognizable by their Red Berets. All of the members of this group wear red berets, or at least they did when they served in the group. Second thing, and this is particularly interesting, is that not only are they used during the main battles as being kind of a sniper division to cover the forces that move in more closely, but they also are used to hunt down critical targets. They go after individuals and take them out from a distance. Now most of the time this means enemies, like the leader of a specific group of the Legion, things like that. But in some cases, it's in order to perform what is called a mercy kill on NCR personnel who were taken prisoner. And this is something that happens fairly regularly. There's a reason why you would do that one for personal reasons because they treat their prisoners. So terribly slavery and torture and all of those things and secondly in order to reduce the amount of information that can be pulled by those individuals during interrogations because if they can get to them with a sniper group take them out it reduces their suffering, but it also reduces the amount of information leak so This concept is something that Craig Boone was very aware of and probably had at least been a part of tangentially, if not directly, before the events of the story that I'm about to tell you. So let's go back to the details here. He signs up for the NCR. He gets picked specifically as a sniper and added to the first battalion. He and his friend Manny are paired up together and they serve. They do what they're supposed to do as soldiers. In fact, the most critical moment up into this point in his career is the, uh, the raider attacks on the NCR settlements by the Great Khans. The NCR decides to basically root them out and take them out at Bitter Springs Assuming that that's one of their strongholds. What they didn't know is that this was the main settlement. This is the main location of the great Khans and When the first battalion was sent after them, they were ordered to cut down any attempt of the Khans escaping at all and to shoot anyone on sight now because this was their main settlement That means that there were more than just the like soldiers of this of this gang and raider gangs are complex. They aren't just I mean, some of them are a bunch of individuals who just kind of band together in a small group and they go raid stuff and they they live by the seat of their pants. I guess you could say when it comes to the great cons, you can go back and listen to that episode. This was a very, very large group. This was like a raider settlement. And any settlement is going to have not just the tough guys who go out and harass people in villages and those kinds of things, but it's also going to have families. It's going to have the mainstay of the population women, children, non combatants, people who just grew up in that lifestyle and have never harassed or pointed a gun at anyone ever. This is who was living at Bitter Springs, and the NCR did not know that they had found the main settlement. They had found women and children, the elderly, people who did not know that they were going to be attacked and would be in the middle of a military operation. The NCR, the 1st Battalion, didn't know that this is who that they would be up against, and they routed the Great Khan's. They panicked the entire settlement. The settlement tried to retreat and they were surrounded by these sharpshooters who picked them all off one at a time. Women, children, the sick, the elderly, the wounded. The kinds of people that even during warfare, usually it's understood that you leave these people alone This is called total warfare. This is something that the world realized during the events of World War I and World War II. But in this case, it was not intentional. And this situation weighed on Boone. Soon after, he finished his time serving for the NCR, and he retired to the New Vegas Strip. And fortunately for him at the time... He came across a young woman named Carla, who was described as being beautiful, talkative, charming, proud. The antithesis, the opposite of Boone in so many ways, and we all know that opposites tracked. Well, they settled down, they got married, and they decided to settle in Novak, where Boone took up his job, hanging out in the mouth of a dinosaur watching at night for anybody who shouldn't be approaching their little town. But things weren't happy necessarily for everybody in this situation. Carla was a city girl. She was used to the strip. There's lots to do activity, lights, sounds, people. And Novak is a small little community. And so she was like a fish in the wrong pond. And on top of that, she never got along with Manny Vargas. Manny, Craig Boone's best bud, his spotter, settled there as well. And this is where the story takes another turn for the worst. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel Comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen anniversary diamond orb gear a bunch of other items it is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code max pool M-A-X-P-O-O-L, m-a-x-p-o-o-l don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to marvel strike force for sponsoring this episode
0: at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General
1: Atomic's finest still eager to serve all right here we are in the middle of the show this is where i get to thank our patrons for being so awesome big shout out to our newest patron let's see uh derek p thank you so much for signing up and joining us on the patreon i hope you're enjoying the ad free episodes the uh episodes coming out a day early and um also i have to shout out our tier five century bot I'm the creeper. Thank you so much for the support and To everyone else who helps support this show all 50 of you currently. Thank you for the support I really do appreciate it I couldn't do this show if it wasn't for you guys and in order to thank you for that One of the things that you get for being on the patreon are t-shirts and the t-shirts are still up for people who sign up on Tier four or higher go check them out There's a post on the feed on the Patreon. So patreon.com slash falloutlorecast, all sorts of awesome stuff you can get on there. So thank you again to everyone who supports the show. Also, another way that you can help us out is leaving ratings and reviews. And I don't have a new one to read out this week, which means if you had gone to Apple podcasts, even if you don't listen on Apple podcasts, but if you just searched the show, Apple podcasts, you had to sign in and you left a five-star review with some words, I would have been reading out yours today, but there's not a new one, so I'm going to have to wait another week for some more to come in. But thank you to everyone who takes the time on Apple and Spotify and any other platform that has the ability to rate a show. If you listen on one of those places or you want to go out of your way just a little bit because you happen to have those apps and leave us a review on there, even if it's not the main place you listen, I would really, really appreciate it. You guys are the best. I, could, I, I say this all the time. I absolutely could not be doing this if it wasn't for these little little things the little things that you guys contribute to the show all of that stuff so thank you to everyone all right let's move on with the rest of the show
0: if you have any questions about nuka world i'd be delighted to answer them
1: all right so i mentioned with craig boone's situation that things get worse and this is where we get into spoiler stuff for the quest lines and those kinds of things so if you Have not played New Vegas and you don't want any of this spoiled now's the time to uh, maybe stop listening Now chances are I mean, it's a lore cast you guys know what you're getting into and many of you have played through the quest line before now this is one of the things that you learn When going through the personal quest for Craig Boone is what happened? Why is he such a grumpy dude? Where's his wife? (laughs) all of that kind of stuff so yeah so things things go pretty badly here carla gets pregnant happy day she's still not happy in in novak but it looks like they're starting a family craig's moving on from his life in the ncr and then one night the legion sneaks in and steals carla kidnaps her And this is done in a way where it must have been set up. That's what Craig Boone believes, because he's the night watchman. He was out watching from the mouth of the dinosaur, and yet somehow these Legion slavers knew the right way to sneak into town, how to target specifically Carla, nobody else, and how to get back out without him knowing. And this eats at him. Who would have done this? Who would have informed them on where to go and why Carla specifically? And Boone knows that Manny and Carla didn't get along so well, and when Boone talks to Vargas, I guess I could just use their last names, Uh, Vargas doesn't seem too disturbed by this seems kind of actually happy about it. And from that moment on, there is a rift between the two. They were good friends, but Boone has his suspicions. Now, being a capable military man with a lot of actual combat experience, he doesn't just leave her out there. He tracks them down. He finds the Legion slavers in an outpost southeast near the Colorado River. And... The place was just swarming. There were too many hundreds of legionaries. One sniper, a hundred legionaries is never going to be able to get in there and save her. But he is able to find her at the location and he pulls from his training in the first battalion. Remember I talked about mercy killings. He knew that this might be the only opportunity he had, the closest he would ever get to her again. And he knew that his wife and unborn child might spend the rest of their lives as slaves for the Legion. In fact, it would be very, very likely. The Legion and the NCR were at basically a standstill. There were too many of them. And even if he had the entire battalion at his back, the possibility of saving Carla and his unborn child was extremely low. So Boone did what he needed to do, or at least what he decided he needed to do in that situation. And he was able to pick her off. He killed his own wife in order to keep her from a life of suffering. And then he returned to Novak, absolutely a changed man. And this is the boon that you meet in the game. A man who had to make the hardest decision that anybody would have to make about somebody they loved. A man that was very, very not okay with the world anymore. And so You help Boone pick up some of the pieces, try to figure out what was actually going on. And this is where the quest line goes. And there are different ways that, of course, this quest line can play out, depending on the information you find, the decision you make. And because he's a companion, because it's a video game, he follows your instructions. When you come to a conclusion about who was at fault and who needs to die, Boone will take the shot. And then he will ask you about the justification, and if you don't have a good justification, he could actually turn on you. So in that way, he's one of the most dangerous companions you could bring around with you. So this is this is fun. We're going to go into that's <laughs> been so dark, but I guess we're moving into fun territory. So we're going to go into some of the uh, some of the things that can happen, some of the variety of options, some of the responses that Boone gives you other interactions that he can have, and just some little uh, little known facts and details here. So if you convince Boone that Manny Vargas is the one who's responsible, and this is during the quest line, one for my Baby. That's the name of the the main character quest. And you use this uh, basically a speech check to convince him that Manny was guilty, after Manny's dead, if you bring up Vargas at any point in the future, he will respond, never say that name again. He doesn't want to hear it. He's done. Now, if you arrange for Boone to kill someone else who is, quote, responsible for killing his for the, uh, well, the enslaving of his wife, um, then he will ask what gave them away. You will have to justify it. And if you don't have a good justification and just say, I had a hunch And that's all the proof you get. He will angrily dismiss you and won't talk to you anymore. Now, the worst option here is if you have Boone kill somebody during this quest line and you tell him that you just wanted him to kill the target just because you wanted to. Like, there's no other justification. Boone will immediately turn hostile and attack you. This is what I'm talking about here, is that you have to have a good justification on this quest line. And just like any other quest in Fallout, there's all these varieties, the way things can go, the way things actually go, if you get enough evidence and find the truth of it, the way you just kind of think it might go, just choosing an option. And if you just don't have a good reason, yeah, he turns on you right there. Boone is also a a difficult guy to interact with if you either, and this is interesting, don't have a high enough NCR reputation. And it doesn't have to be that high. It just has to be not significantly negative. Um, Wearing, say, NCR armor can help buff this if you seem like you're too low. The other thing is, though, that if you have a high Legion rating, this can also limit his willingness to talk with you, interact with you, any of that kind of stuff. Now, this is interesting. If you gain NCR infamy, with Boone as your companion this will cause him to state this stops now as in like you can't do any more of this don't attack the ncr anymore stand down that kind of thing now he uh almost becomes aggressive with you you can talk him down you can basically get him to stand down and then if you then go after that after saying okay cool chill out i'm i'm, I'm done i'm not going to Hurt any more NCR if you then go kill another NCR member he will turn on you then as well immediately immediately hostile now this Does have one little uh, variation here if you sneak kill an NCR soldier In Boone's presence without being seen by other non companion NPCs This will not cause his immediate hostility, and I don't know if this is just a glitch Probably. Most likely it is. But for some reason, you can get away with it that way. I guess if he doesn't think anyone else saw you, then he doesn't care as much? That doesn't make any sense. It's got to be a glitch, right? Now, one other thing. At the Bitter Spring Supply Cave, uh, and this is a place you visit during the Climb Every Mountain quest, which is inhabited by Great Khans. Remember, previous conflict with the Great Khans. Oscar Velasco will attack the courier after shouting, die NCR scum, if Boone is your companion when you go in there. It's like they recognize him, which is pretty cool if you think about it. So if you want to handle this quest without it going sideways and having to fight Oscar, then you have to tell Boone to wait outside or bring a different companion with you. Now Boone has some quirks, some other uh, quirks and interactions here you can ask him if he ever takes off his beret and he will say no. He just straight up no. And we talked about this before. The red beret that he wears is symbolic of the 1st Battalion. This clearly is a sign of his identity, the sign of his past. Although he's left the military, he's still proud of his service. He's proud of especially being one of the most elite soldiers in the NCR. He wants people to recognize that when he goes places. So he says, no, (laughs) he never takes off his beret. If you take his beret, which you can do because you have to, you can go through uh, the inventory items of your, your companions, right? Um, Boone says, I would really like my beret back, please. (laughs) Just like straight to the point. (laughs) However, if you don't, Return it It doesn't really cause any Major impact in like how well how he gets along with you anything else like that. He just always wants it back If you enter the fort with Boone all Legion members will immediately become hostile Regardless of your previous standing with them. So again, he's either recognizable personally or simply because of the beret and the outfit that he's wearing my guess is that that it makes more sense to say like oh well he looks like an ncr person but if if you've re-equipped him with other items there's no other way that they would know other than like personally recognizing him again not sure if that's a gameplay limitation or if this is like tied to the actual lore of the character but it's it's definitely interesting Then uh, another detail here, if your character enters Boone's hotel room after sending them back to Novak, so he's just like hanging back out in Novak, Boone says, you need to leave. But you can still stick around, steal some items, pick up stuff. You lose a little bit of karma, but he doesn't turn hostile on you. So very, very much Boone was designed as a character who has like their boundaries and you do not cross those boundaries. Another, um, another detail that kind of reinforces that is his just seething dislike of the Legion, and for good reason, right? If you come across any Legion at all, anywhere, he will immediately become hostile. Or I guess you should say the Legion members turn hostile on him, which causes him to retaliate. I think technically, in technical terms, that's the way the game actually functions. Um, but yeah, he no love of the Legion, absolutely none. And if while he's with you, you gain a positive reputation with the Legion, then he will leave. He only gives you one warning. And then on the second dialogue, he'd, he tells you he's leaving and he will not be able to bring him along as a companion anymore. Now, one last thing to kind of wrap this up. There's some fun dialogue that happens when you bring a companion around with you and you meet other groups, other people, and the way that they react to that companion. So these are pretty fun. So if you run into some boomers, they will say, keep your distance, soldier. Makes sense, right? They're recognizing that he's from the NCR. The Brotherhood of Steel responds, why is your friend there glaring at me like that? Did I bump into him or something? Because he just always looks pissed off, right? The followers say... That's a first recon beret. They're the best marksmen in the NCR military. (laughs) That's basically it. The freesiders say, keep your guns to yourself and there won't be any trouble. Also, you're not doing yourself a favor by having them tag along. NCR aren't welcome here. The Great Khan's response is interesting because it lends some credence, I guess you could say, to the theory that they recognize him, not just the outfit. The Great Khan say, you know you're traveling with an effing murderer. Yeah, yeah. Um, The uh, gun runners say, First recon is a top-notch unit. They're always buying sniper rifles from us. NCR civilians have a very positive reaction. They say, NCR rangers deserve all my praise. NCR troopers say, I wish I had a first recon guy looking out for me. And that red beret's looking good, soldier. NCR tourists say, Is your friend one of those elite troops we've been hearing about? The nightkin respond with, Head voices say, quiet man knows more than he says about horns. (laughs) The, uh, Omertas say, big tough ranger better not start any trouble in here. The outer Vegas denizens say, keep the ranger on a leash around here. Also, make sure the NCR dog behaves. You're in the Mojave now. The powder gangers say, that guy's got cold eyes. Definitely ex-military. Like, (laughs) like they know it. And then the kings... They respond with that friend of yours, NCR. He looks like he's NCR. (laughs) That's it. So that's Craig Boone and his tragic story and why uh, war never changes. Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. So glad you're here. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. plug into everything else we're doing. Check out robotsradio.net. Reach out to me on Twitter at robots underscore radio. Check out the Robots Radio Rocket Club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast, starting a new podcast, or helping your current podcast grow. There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership.